0: Meanwhile, in the Podomatic.com commissary, it's closed tonight. There's nobody in there.
1: Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Poore, Sheila, D.A. Williams, and Orson Wells. And featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy
2: Well, wait, where is he?
3: I haven't seen him. Well, he's supposed to be out here right now. I
4: know, but he's nowhere around. Well,
3: we gotta find him. Well, what do you wanna do? Ollie, you just stall. I'll go look for him. Hey! Yes, you'll be fine. Just let me go find him.
4: Okay, don't be long. Um, uh, hello there, and welcome to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. I'm Ollie, uh, substituting for the temporarily
5: out-of-place hot tidy. Um, uh, you guys like impressions? okay. Here's my impression of cats and dogs not having butt cheeks. Meanwhile, at
0: the front desk... This is outrageous. I am hey, hot toddy. I'm supposed to be in, in there. You can't, you can't get in, in there. I can't just let you in there. I've got to get in there. This is ridiculous. ridiculous. Now I'm nobody's hot gonna toddy. Get Would you just let me for this? in Please, come on. Just, just let me in there. What's
4: going on here?
0: God, Miss Pengrino you're here. Look, this is Miss
5: Pengrino She can vouch for me. All right, well, Miss Pengrino this gentleman says that he's hot toddy, and I just don't believe it because his key card won't work in the security door.
6: But this is hot toddy. You
0: see, I am who I say I am.
5: Well all right then so you you'll vouch for him.
0: Yes. Yeah
5: yes I can vouch for him. And you'll deal with any of the consequences if there are some? Yes, I will take
4: the consequences for him.
5: Alright then go on in. Oh,
0: thank goodness for God's sakes.
4: Bye Willie I can't believe they wouldn't let you in. Uh, Again.
0: I know, I'm getting really sick and tired of this. This is ridiculous. Why isn't my card working in the security door? I guess there must be something wrong with it.
4: Well, no worries. We got you in now. But you better hurry. Ollie's stalling on stage.
0: I think the word is vamping, but okay, I'll go get him.
4: We need to get. All the Muslims, that's how we can save America. And that was my impersonation of Marlon Brando playing Donald Trump in
0: a movie. All right, yeah, thank you, Ollie. Ollie, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, thank God you're here, Hot Toddy. I gotta get out of here. I never want to do that again. All right, don't worry about it. I got it. Ah! Let's just start from where Doc introduces me. Let's get the theme song queued up to that point. And then, Doc, if you'll just introduce me, we'll we'll start this over, okay? Uh, Let's go.
1: And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Welcome to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. I'm Hot Toddy, and I hate my life. And now on to the next segment.
4: And now, Random Thoughts by Hot Toddy.
0: It was all so different before everything changed.
4: And that was Random Thoughts by Hot Toddy.
5: Well, that about does it. Done and done. Oh, hey, D.A. How are things? Well, I got some good news and I got some bad news. All right, well, hit me with the good news. The good news is security door's fixed. You shouldn't have any issue getting in and out from now on.
0: Oh, that's great. Hey, do you realize you have the exact same voice as Willie, the security guard? Oh, you don't say.
5: I've never noticed that. Yeah, you sound exactly like him. Well, that's crazy. Oh, hey, D.A. Oh, hi, Willie. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Hey, you know, Hot Toddy says we have the same sound voice. Oh, you don't say. You know what? I, I do kind of hear it. Yeah, me too. That's kind of crazy when that stuff happens, huh? Yeah, it seems like it's really lazy, don't you? Yeah, it just seems like whatever created us just didn't care enough to create a new voice. I know, it's crazy.
0: Yes, thank you, Willie. Goodbye.
5: Anyway, DA,
0: getting back to what we were talking about, what's the bad news? Oh, yeah, the bad news is it
5: looks like the podcast has got a bit of a virus in it. I'm sorry? Yeah, I've gone through computer systems, and it looks as though as the podcast itself has a bit of a computer virus in it. Everything's kind of going haywire at the moment. Well, what does that mean? Well, you know how you do a new topic every week, and then you combine it with some eclectic stuff on the side? Well, yeah. Yeah, you won't be able to do a new show. You won't be able to do a new topic. The eclectic stuff's already done, because, well, you've done it elsewhere. But you won't be able to make anything new here.
0: Well, that's terrible, DA. What, what the hell are we supposed to do?
5: I don't know. Maybe you can play some of the old files. They're back there.
0: Why would we play old files on a new show? Unless, of course, we brought you the best of the Smoking Hot Toddcast.
5: Why, yes, Hot Toddy, that's a great idea. Why don't you play some of the best segments of the smoke in Hot Toddcast up to this point? G D
0: A, you make a great point, point. and that's exactly what we'll do. This week, we bring you some of the best segments of the first season and a half of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast, mixed in with our usual side stuff. Here's the first one.
5: Boy, that sounded real, didn't it? It was perfect. Perfect.
0: So something I find to be extremely frustrating is when you go into a restaurant and they don't have what it is they advertise, what it is they actually sell. Like, I go, one time I went into a certain chicken establishment and I ordered chicken and they told me they were out of chicken. Or if you go into like a coffee store, a certain coffee store, and they're out of coffee. Have you ever run anything like that?
6: Yes. Ordering a burger at a certain establishment and there was a specific bun used for that order and they told me they were out of the buns also i tend to get cokes with my meal and i was once told there was no coke
0: i just don't get it it's like i mean i understand that there're shipments you know and sometimes the shipments don't come in. i used to work at the i think i worked at the particular restaurant you're talking about for 2 years and you know i understand that you know shipments come in at certain times of the week but my, my question is, and the frustration is, is how come you don't have enough? Or if you feel that you're getting so close to the end of them, why don't we decrease sales or something like that? I mean, anything to try to keep keep that stuff in the store. I don't get it. I mean, it still blows me away. It still blows me away that I go, I go into this a chick, this chicken establishment from, not from Tennessee, not from Georgia, but another state in this area who sells fried chicken. You go in and they say they don't, have chicken. I mean, have you ever heard anything so stupid?
6: I mean, I've experienced it, too. I think it's quite dumb. Although, what gets me is that they don't tell you they don't have these things till after you've ordered and you get to the front window.
0: But they, they wait until you at least order, and they're like, oh, sorry, we're out of chicken. Or worse, they have everything. Everything is in stock at that point, but nothing works. Like, every single machine that is in the building doesn't work.
6: Welcome to
4: Burger World. Can I take your order?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, I tell you, it's been killing me. I've been having a craving for it all day. Can I get one large espresso, please? Espresso machine broke. Oh, shoot. Well, all right, shoot. I was really looking forward to that, but I understand that happens. All right, I'll tell you what. Can I get uh, a mocha latte, please?
6: Latte machine broke.
0: Oh, uh, all right. Um, kind of looking forward to that. All right, well, fine. Uh, well, tell you what, look, look. Can I have an iced coffee? How about an iced coffee? One large iced coffee, please.
6: Ice coffee machine broke.
0: Okay. Uh, I'll tell you what. Let's, let's skip all the fancy stuff. Just, can I get, like, one cup of coffee? Just a cup of black coffee. Coffee machine broke. Uh, of course. Um, all right. Wow, all right. Well, I wasn't expecting any of that. Um... How about this? How about we skip the coffee? Skip the cold and, and hot drinks uh, for coffee, and let's just go right into some ice cream drinks, all right? I'll take one large chocolate milkshake.
6: Milkshake machine broke.
0: Okay, okay, all right, fine. All right, well, whatever. Um, my craving's pretty much gone now. How about, how about just a soda? Just one large soda. How about that?
6: Soda machine
0: broke. Of course. Uh-huh. All right, fine. Screw it. No drinks. No drinks whatsoever. Nothing exciting. I'm thirsty, though. Tell you what. Can I just get a cup of water? Just a small cup of water. Can I get some of that? Water machine broke. Okay. Bullshit. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay. All right. Fine. You know what? No. You know what? You know what? I, for, forget the drinks. I'm feeling a little hungry. You know what? I, I could use something neat. How about this? Can I just get a cheeseburger, please? Out of meat. Uh-huh. But I bet it wouldn't matter because... Oven broke. There it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. How about about some nuggets? Maybe some nuggets and some fries? Fryer broke. (laughs) Yeah, I see people eating. I know you've had some stuff earlier. Okay, fine. Fine, fine, fine. I'll tell you what. Can you give me... Cash register broke. So I couldn't... Card swipe machine broke. There it is! Gotcha! Fantastic! Oh! Oh! Okay. You're stressing me out. You stress me out to the point... Oh! That I gotta go to the bathroom. Where is your bathroom? It's in the back. Thank you. Okay. Whew. Oh. 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 Thank God, that was that was bad. All right. Whew. Glad I made it. Oh, don't tell me. Toilet broke. Ah!
1: You're listening to the Smokey Life podcast. Well,
0: this has got to be the strangest yet funniest story I've heard in a long time. And thank goodness it had a funny outcome because it wasn't funny leading up to it. Police were called to a house in Sydney, Australia, where it was believed that domestic violence was taking place. Neighbors could hear the man inside shouting, I'm going to kill you, and could hear a woman screaming hysterically. When the police got there, they asked, and I quote, Come on, mate, what have you done to her? Well the gentleman, flushed and out of breath, answered simply, it was a spider. This guy is not married, doesn't even have a girlfriend, and the police constant was constantly questioning him, What have you done to her? What have you done to her? And he says, I don't have anybody. It was a spider. And I quote a really big one. So the whole time he was just trying to kill a spider. Which, I gotta say, the things he was shouting, probably a lot tamer than when I scream when I see a spider. Because I go ape crazy just letting you know. So if you ever want to play a prank on me, don't bring a spider near me. It will literally be the worst experience you'll ever have. Apparently this guy was so loud that they, he thought, they thought he was killing a woman. And the commotions disturbed the neighbors so bad that they called the police. And this was the conversation that the guy and the police had. Are you ready? Here we go. Where's your wife? Asked one of the policemen. I don't have one. Where's your girlfriend? I don't have one. After all this, the policemen pressed. We had a report of domestic violence and a woman screaming, where is she? I don't know what you're talking about. I live alone. And then the officers told him what the neighbor said. They said, oh, I was just killing the spider. It was a really big one. <laughs> oh and those womanly screams those were his but that is without a doubt one of the funniest stories ever but that being said i don't buy it i do believe he lives alone but i don't believe it was him that was making the screams no i think this little spider plays more of a major role than we think
5: oh uh, yeah we're on our way to a residence right now we just had a call in about a possible domestic dispute in progress yeah
2: Said it was so
4: severe that they could
5: hear it a mile down the road. And we got to put a stop to this ASAP and see what's going on. And here we are. I'm going to kill you. Don't you run away from me. I'm going to get you. This is it for you. I will catch you. Don't you run away from me. I'm this Doris, please. What? Sir, we had a call about a possible domestic dispute going on in here. And from the sounds of it, it sounds just god awful. So, buddy, I just have to ask what have you done to her? What are you talking about? We can hear
4: you screaming from the car. We want to know what you've done to her. Show us now. But officers, I don't know
0: what
5: you're talking about. I live alone. Come on now, son. We don't want to hurt you right now, but we will if we have to. Now, it sounds like you've hurt this girl pretty badly. So we need to see your wife or girlfriend, whoever's here. And we need to see, make sure she's okay. But,
0: but, officers, you don't understand. I'm not married. I don't even have a girlfriend. I live alone. There's nobody in here. Then what's
4: all the yelling about? People have complained.
0: Oh, it's not somebody. I'm just trying to kill a spider. Come again? Yeah, I'm just trying to kill a spider. A really big one, too. It's been terrorizing me. I have severe arachnophobia, and i am just been trying to take care of it.
5: Uh-huh. You mind if we come in and investigate? Uh, no, come right in. Alright, let's go. Well, after a thorough search, sir, everything's coming up fine.
4: Yep, no evidence of a domestic dispute at all. In
0: fact, there's no women here whatsoever. That's what I tried to tell you guys. I live alone. I'm just trying to kill a spider. It's been a really hard night.
5: Well, I can understand that. I don't like spiders either. Yeah, yeah
2: but you got to keep it more quiet. People
0: think you're trying to hurt someone in here. Not at all. Not at all. Just a little old spider. Nothing more than that. Oh, shoot. What is it? There it is. Well, what do you mean? Where's... Oh, my God! Rock his ass up!
2: Rock his ass
3: up! Huh! Who the hell are you? I'm his live-in domestic house
5: well, well, We don't understand. What's going on here?
3: This ratchet fool came at me with a newspaper and started swatting at me and knocking shit over and just raising all kinds of hell. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You a lying ass. No, you the lying ass. All I was doing was lining my own web, minding my own business, And he comes and attacks me. Attacks me! He's live-in domestic house spider.
5: Oh, okay, Uh, uh, ma'am. Spider-man. How long have you known this man? I've
3: been living here for five years. I've been waiting for him to put a ring on it. Well, all eight rings on it. But no more. I want this fool locked up. Okay, well,
4: um... This is really weird. Yeah, I'm having some trouble here. Well, well, can you prove that he
3: actually hurt you?
5: Yeah, did he get you? Oh, he got me.
3: Look, I'm missing a darn leg.
5: Well, unfortunately, sir, that is proof enough that you attacked this poor little spider. Oh, come on, man. That's some bullshit. Bullshit. She's just trying to kick me out of her house. I ain't going nowhere.
4: Sir, don't make this any worse than what it already is. You physically attacked this spider, who a- apparently c- can talk, and since it is proven that you've heard her, you're gonna have to come with us. Bulls. I ain't going nowhere. Come on, let's go, let's go. Come on, we gotta get you. Let's go. Come on.
0: I can't believe this. Bye.
4: Bye. Bye, Felicia. That's
3: right. That's right. That's what happens. That's what happens. <laughs>
7: Dinner. Gotta go.
1: You're listening to the Smoking Hot Podcast with your host...
7: Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful, and
1: Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually hot toddy. Oh, well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect! What is this?
5: Why, why is the theme song playing? I'm oh, sorry, Hot Todd. That's just part of the virus. It seems to be kicking everything into gear in the wrong time. Like this right here. The intro coming in. Uh,
1: live from wherever you are. and well, whenever-
0: Doc, doc, don't worry about it. We're not not—we're not starting the show over. Just, just hang in there. No, the, the music's just playing by itself. Can you get it off? Yeah, I'm you? working on it. Hold on just a second. Let's see if I can't get it. There we go. It, ooh. Huh. Okay, well, this is different
5: uh yeah i'm not i'm not real sure what that's about it's making me a little uncomfortable yeah Yeah. me too it's uh it's a little too uh
0: sexy sexy
5: yeah that was what i was going
0: for yeah it's i think it's straight up porn music da uh i don't think our listeners want to hear this why don't we just get this off uh don't say get this off oh sorry yeah sorry um um well as long as it's just the music and nobody's trying to do anything weird yeah that's a fact
4: Hot dog delivery, one foot long and everything on it. But I don't have any money. Is there any other way I could pay? I think we can work out something. Oh, good God,
0: no. Go to the next segment. Go to the next best of segment. Hold on, I'm getting it. Hold on. Well, I think every generation lucks out because they get that special comedy troupe. I think our grandparents and great grandparents generation had the Marx brothers, our parents generation had the original, not ready for primetime players, on Saturday Night Live. Our generation is just as lucky because we have a little group known as the Tenderloins, also known as impractical jokers on True T V. And I'm speaking with one of the Tenderloins right now, Sal Volcano. How are you, sir?
8: I am fine, and that was probably the most flattering thing that anyone has ever said to me, so I, I thank you very greatly.
0: You are very welcome, and you deserve it every word of You, you guys are the funniest guys on TV th- these days, absolutely, without a doubt.
8: Wow, wow. Well, oh, I'm going to accept that, okay. uh, and, and and we can move on because I'm trying to take compliments better.
0: Uh, are you? Is it, it's, not, it's not as easy to do, apparently.
8: I mean, it's something I'm working on. Tell me if I, I'm doing okay. You're absolutely right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was fantastic. That works. That's fantastic. I'm, I'm down with that. That works. Great deal. Well, uh, let's get right into it. The first question I got for you uh, is the one I think probably all of us are wondering and probably ask you all the time. What is the thought process behind your challenges and your punishments? Where do those come from?
8: So, I mean, we wanted to make them relatable, uh, you know, because we don't really do like like crazy, crazy like we don't put ourselves in harm's way right. like you know like the jackass guys so i think they're right. pretty crazy we get compared to those guys a lot but i think we wanted to just do more with those little moments those like social experiments between people and like social etiquette and stuff so we sit in a room with, with, and we, we we just come up with things that we really would rather not do
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> and especially and you right <laughs> yeah. you and you and james yeah. murray for sure not, things that you guys don't want to do <laughs>
8: Right. The formula is simple. We just sit there until we find something that we say, "Oh, that it really sucks to do," and then we're like, "All right, well, we have to do that."
0: Right. Right. <laughs> That's hilarious and and so true. I mean, and and no and, and no offense to you or or Murray, but it seems as though as as Q and Joe are a little bit more tolerant of the challenges as opposed to you and and Mur, who seem to be maybe a little standoffish. Is is that fair to say?
8: I'd say that is a fair assessment. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, yeah. I think we get it. We get it the worst. I can agree with that.
0: Right. Well, since you, as long as you have all known each other, which has been about twenty six years, if I'm not mistaken, um, and and as yeah. long as you guys have been doing the show, do you try to use the weaknesses, like you know, maybe some of the ones that you and Murr and you and Q and you and Joe have? Do you do you use the weaknesses, or do you try to be fair?
8: Oh no, 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 no. There's no <laughs> being fair <laughs> is using the weaknesses. I mean, it's every man for themselves. So. Right. I mean, I, I I toil over how how personal I can get and how spot on I can get with someone's weaknesses. I mean, we, we have a good handle on all that. I mean, they really exploit the mind between my family and getting scared and germs and all that stuff and cats. But, I, I mean, to be fair, I give them a big list of things. The person we really need to zero in on more is Joe. Right. He's harder to get and... I don't. I don't know if he suffered. Well, it was like he, he hasn't suffered as much as the rest of
0: them. No, us. that's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, I, I think. I think Joe
8: is the. Like a... Go ahead. Doesn't sound like a comedy show right now.
0: Uh, no, we we really do. I mean, it, it's the way it is right now. But it's true because yeah. Joe Joe is the hardest. To really punish, because he really—I mean—I think the funniest punishment he ever did was in the first season when uh, you tell him to go in the theater and tell him he has to go to the ba- and tell everybody he had to go to the bathroom. He did it in a heartbeat and walked right out and was like, "That's it, I did it." You know, he wasn't afraid was, to do it. Yeah. Whereas, what would you, what would you done in that situation? Could you have handled that?
8: I probably could not have. At least at that time, I've gotten a little bit of a thicker skin. Right. But it looked like he enjoyed it. He did which is someplace someplace I never. Yeah, yeah.
0: He's the, he's the. I think he's the only one that actually does enjoy the punishments. Except for Captain right, fettbelly right. I, I think Captain fettbelly legitimately scared the crap out of him I really I really think it did
8: that is uh that's a scary thing to go up there as high as that bridge and he oh, rode God. across the tram over water like that yeah, yeah. The, the, I don't know if you could tell you know you probably can't feel as much as we could in the moment but the tram that was like suspended in the air this is the the punishment you're referencing was swaying back and forth pretty pretty, like, fiercely. Right. It was, like, it was really, like, it was something, especially if you're afraid of heights like I am.
2: Right,
0: right. Let's talk a little bit about the live punishment special, because you and Murr, I think, probably stunned everybody. Uh, Murray, especially, the one who's probably the most of fear. Well, would you say that you or Murray is probably the most, fear has the most fear of heights?
8: Uh, I think we have, we both fear him. Di- it's weird. They're, they're a different fear. Like, he's afraid, like, of just Heights like in an airplane, and I'm afraid of like heights of like the second floor of a mall. I just don't like going near edges. You won't something. go over
0: the rail, exactly. We saw that in an episode right. as well. But yeah, but I think right. you, I think you guys both absolutely wowed us with how well you all did the tightrope that night.
8: I was so nervous because it was live TV, and I still wanted it to be funny. And I thought if we all fell right away, it might not be so great. But. I just, uh, you know, when I got up there, I was like, look, I have to do this, so I mean, I might as well try and block everything out of my head, and I was happy. I I got about halfway, so I I was happy with myself, too. I was, it was better than full and right off.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And we were all so proud of both of you, and and then, of course, Q took it all the way, which I I, I guess... Didn't stun us as much because he has firefighter training, so I guess he's kind of used to that kind of stuff from his past. But, but for the most part, it, to see everybody do as well as they did, I think we were really impressed by that night.
8: Agreed, and I mean, I don't want to write it off that it was just because it was a fireman because it, it was really tough. I mean, he might have he might have had some some experience with heights that high, but right. walking a, a wire is is I mean, I don't think they train firemen to walk a tightrope. That, that's a fire, true. I don't think no. I, <laughs> I got to give him, uh, you know, all, all the credit for that.
0: Absolutely, and like I said, you all—he wowed us—and you all wowed us. Um, wh- what do you all enjoy most about what you do? We've talked about a lot of things, you know, about the different things. What do you enjoy the most about what you all do?
8: I mean, if I, if I could be, you know, corny in a way for a second, oh, yeah. I mean, like uh, this is all, all I wanted to do is make a uh, make a living, right? Uh, you know, doing some type of comedy. So. I mean, to do it with my friends is just a bonus. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But, like, I, we we always say every day on set, we like. There's a moment almost every single day where one of us looks at each other and go, "Can you believe we're at work right now?" Yeah. So I think that is our that's our like you know almost precious accomplishment. I think.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. What what advice yeah. do you have for aspiring comedians who are looking to get into the business?
8: Uh, I would say that I mean, first of all, it's you have to work hard no matter what. I mean, like, even if you're super talented, you're not going to get anywhere if you don't make opportunity for yourself. So, I mean, we worked constantly. It was I always, I always personally had a plan B, so I felt comfortable dedicating, like, all of my extra time to comedy. And right. and, and really, I mean, you got to do it for the right reasons. Like, I would do comedy for free for my entire life because that's what I want to do. So, I mean, when you get, you know, some success or, or even get paid your first five bucks for it, that should just be the bonus like you should be in it just for the for the for the spirit of it I think.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Do what you love and no matter what happens just keep doing it. Absolutely. That's a it's a yeah, wonderful thing. Yeah. Well, you guys are on tour again. Uh what can we expect in the new tour this year?
8: The tour is so much fun. I mean, the show has evolved a little like the first you know, the first tour we did was more about like how we got the show and how the show works and the behind the scenes. And now it's gotten more personal. It's about like our own lives and stories and and family and friends and stuff like that. Right. So it's moving a little a little bit away from the workings of the show. And now it's more about us. And you know we always hear that people feel like they know us from the show, and so we wanted to give them a little bit more of what we're like. So it definitely is a more personal show. It's it's funny as hell. Those guys crack me up. We're on stage at the same time, and uh, it's a real unique experience as far as a comedy show goes. So I think there's something for everybody.
0: Well, that's fantastic. People,
8: we tell, we, Go ahead. We say that, uh, you know, people come in practical jokers fans, and we give them what they want, but then they'll leave Tenderloin's fans. Because the Tenderloin's... Is the, is who we are outside of the show. We're the Tenderloins comedy troupe. Right. So you know we just it's yeah. So yeah. It, we, that's that's kind of how we like to say it. They'll leave Tenderloins. Right.
0: Man. That's what I that's what I said at the beginning. We have the Tenderloins. I think in Practical Jokers. We have the Tenderloins in our generation. That's why we're lucky right now because we got you guys. Yes. Sir. Not just the show. <laughs> Not just the show. When Practical Jokers are long gone, we will still have the Tenderloins.
8: That is right. That's great. Yes, sir. That's right. Hot toddy.
3: Hot Toddy. Hot Toddy.
1: You're tuned into the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good. Hey,
2: does this suit make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does.
1: Well, you can't make this stuff up. A 19-year-old
0: in St. Louis, Missouri was arrested for breaking into the Budweiser Brewery. That sounds like a normal story, right? Here's the kicker. His name... Is Budweiser? Apparently, officers made their way to the brewery after reports of an altercation between a security guard and the suspect. After Budweiser entered a secure area of Budweiser, he was, however, taken into custody and was issued a summons for trespassing in the first degree and for resisting arrest. Of course, I can't judge. It was just like that time I broke into the hot toddy shop.
1: Smoking hot toddy test.
0: Well, I said at the end of last week's Vols update that that was going to be the last one until I found out which bowl game we were going to and when we were going to it. And lo and behold, within the week, uh, we find out exactly what we're going to do. And uh, for those of you who don't know, the Tennessee Volunteers, as I predicted, as predicted, are going to the Outback Bowl on New Year's Day. It's absolutely exciting. It's awesome. We have not been to the Outback Bowl. I'd say close to a decade, maybe eight years, maybe something like that. I mean, it's absolutely incredible, and it's and it's just fantastic. Couldn't be more proud of these guys for what they've done this season. Now, uh, they're going to the Outback Bowl to play Northwestern, the Northwestern Wildcats, who are number thirteen right now, and their score is ten and two. Now, a lot of groups are actually looking at us as being the winner. They they predict the underdog being tennessee here uh is pulling out the wind but i don't know a 10 and 2 northwestern being number thirteen, uh, we that could be a big challenge. But uh, you know what? We we have we have stared at the face of adversity and we have won over uh, quite a bit this season. So uh, you know you, you don't know what happens. You know it, it could be something great. It could be something horrible. Uh, but I don't know. But uh, yeah, Outback Bowl and to top it all off, we got back in the top twenty-five after we won against Vanderbilt, which is fantastic news as well. We are actually at we were at number twenty-five, but we've even been bumped up now to number twenty-three. So we're in the top twenty-five now, which is fantastic and like i said we're going on to the outback bowl uh but you know some things that we got to remember here like i said northwestern 10 and 2 uh you know that's a little rough but i i think we got this i think we got it going on uh the keys to victory who will rush for more yards that's the question now northwestern rushes 64 percent of the time the vols 62 percent now, Northwestern is ranked number 14 nationally in stopping the run, and that kind of destroys Tennessee. Now, Tennessee is ranked number 21 nationally in rushing and averages more than half a yard better per carry than the Wildcats. Now, outside of all that, when it comes to kickoff returns and punt returns, that's I think that's going to be the deciding factor in this. That's really where it's going to be. Who's going to work that the best, you know? We have had six return touchdowns this season, and we're actually number one in the nation at returns. Northwestern boasts an elite punt return defense and two kick return touchdowns. So, you know, it, uh, I think really what it boils down to, it's just another situation of whoever makes the least mistakes will win this football game. You know, it's interesting that Tennessee uh, has that problem because that's actually one of our game maxims. Whoever makes the least mistakes will win the game. And I think that, that, that absolutely fits the bill of the Tennessee Volunteers. I love my team. Again, I, 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 I tease them a little bit. I say things like that. But they are the greatest team in the nation, in my opinion, uh, and and will always stay that way. But, you know, we've got to watch ourselves big time. But, uh, but, yeah, New Year's Day, we're taking on Northwestern in the Outback Bowl, and it's going to be absolutely incredible. It's going to be so much fun. And, uh, I, I, I predict, I predict a win. I predict nine and four for us at the end. Sorry, Northwestern, you're 10 and three at the end of the season. Uh, but you know, anything goes, but I, I do predict uh, that they're going to do very good. I think this is going to be a great game. And uh, yeah, so I think it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting time. But with that in mind, this will be the final Vols update until uh, after we come back from Christmas break. We got one more episode of the Smoking Hot podcast coming up next week, and then we're gonna take a break until the end of January. So I won't actually be here to update you on the immediate response of the Outback Bowl following New Year's Day, but I will have a vols update on the first show back at the end of january and we'll talk a little about how it went and then what's to come as we look towards the 2016 season so with that in mind outback bowl tennessee vols it's gonna be a good one so i say good luck to them and as always go vols
4: and now random thoughts by hot toddy
0: some days you're the dog and some days you're the hydrant
4: and that was random thoughts by Hot Toddy. Wait,
0: where's where's the intro? Where's where is everything?
5: Oh uh, yeah, sorry, Hot Toddy, that that's messed up too. You're just
1: gonna have to go.
0: That's <sighs> all right. Uh, fine. Uh, Doc, Doc, can you give me uh, the intro? Just your part.
1: The Smoking Hot Podcast. Well, actually, pres- I'll tell you what,
0: Just let's just shorten it down. Let's let's
1: just do something real fast and, and get us into it, okay? And now, the Ollie Report. Here is anchor person Hot Toddy.
0: All right, thanks, Doc. Uh, hello, and welcome to this week's Ollie Report. I'm Hot Toddy. Uh, We've been experiencing some technical difficulties this week, so if, as you can see, so if you just bear with us, we're going to try to get through this as best we can. Uh, Seeing as this is our last regular Ollie Report of 2015, we'd go out on some happy news, and so we decided to send Ollie out to LA this week to come. Cover the birth of Kim and Kanye's second child. And so now here without further ado is the one and only Ollie. Ollie, how are things out in LA? Ollie? Yo, Ollie. Ollie, are you there?
4: You gonna call in soon? I wanna hit the bar before I go.
0: Oh, Ollie, Ollie, you're there. All right, Ollie. Uh, Tell us, what have you heard so far about Kim and Kanye's new baby? Yeah, yeah, I Ubered here. That's one of the coolest things to use these days. I, I can't get over it, just how easy it is to get here through that. Granted, my driver had no teeth and asked if he could smell my knuckles, but all in all, it was an okay drive. Ollie? C- can you hear me?
4: God, I dress way too warmly to come out here. I mean, my balls are stuck to my leg.
0: Ollie, um, uh, I guess, can he not hear us? Uh, no, Todd, he can't hear us either. The, the microphone's out. We're working on it right now. Oh, great. Um, well, Ollie, if, if you can hear, if Ollie was able to talk to us, he could...
4: Hey, can somebody call the newsroom and tell Todd I'm ready to go? Geez, I'm tired of standing out here.
0: Well, Ollie, if you could just tell us what's going on... Is he-
4: in the newsroom? Yeah, he's, he's probably going over the story in his dressing room.
0: <laughs> Ollie, why don't we uh, make that the last thing you say? Watch what you say there, big fella. Hey, let's talk about uh, let's talk about anything—biscuits or cats and dogs not having butt cheeks or something. Um, <sighs> oh,
4: I've been holding that one in for a while. I'm glad he wasn't here for that. He'd probably get all
0: pissed or something. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Ollie. Uh, I would. Listen, it, it, is there anything we can do? To, I mean, to help? Uh, no. Thank you, DA. All right, well, Ollie, listen. Uh, well, is, is there any, even any point of talking to him?
4: Oh, hang on, I gotta take a shit, I'll be right back. If he calls, just, uh, transferred over the bathroom. I know how much he loves that with DA. Oh God, that would be so awesome,
0: biscuits. <laughs> Ollie! All right, fine. Well, I guess Ollie will be back in. Oh, what fresh hell is this? Is there is there something going on with the teletype? Uh, hold on.
5: DA, w- what's going on? I'm ah, sorry how Todd. He looks like the teletype's having some problems, too. I'm working on it right now. Just to go on with the report. There's nothing to report on, DA. I can't get a hold of Ollie. He
0: can't hear me. Plus, he's walked away. So there's nothing to do. If, if you shut this thing off, we're just going to be sitting in silence. At least turn the thing back on. All right, all right. I'll
5: turn it back on, but I can't promise it's going to work through the rest of the report. Whatever. Just go. All right, well, it's running for now, but I, I, I guess I can't promise nothing. Just, just do your thing, and we'll see what happens. Fine. God's sakes!
0: Why? Cause there anything else that could go wrong?
4: Has he come in yet?
0: Ollie, is that you? Wait,
4: he still hasn't called in? What the hell is this? He sends me out here, tells me to cover the story, which which I didn't do, by the way. You know I don't. That's right. You know I don't talk to these bitches. No way! I just make it fun for myself. It's entertaining to do that. Yeah, I thought he could just suck a big one.
0: Learning some new things about you, Ollie, and, uh, I'm not liking it. Let me just let you know, um, can, is there, may, can I just maybe call him on a cell phone? Because I would love to- Wait, wait, hot
4: uh, Hattari, is that you? Hello, Ollie? Yes, Hattari, is that you?
0: Yes, it is. Hello, Ollie. Ah, Hattari, station biscuits, cats and dogs don't have butt cheeks! Yeah. Well, thank you for that wonderful report, Ollie. We'll, uh, we'll be sure to talk to you after you get down in the bathroom and, uh, not covering stories.
4: Oh. Okay. Yeah.
0: Bye! Uh-huh. Just wait till he gets back. Just wait till he gets back. Whoa! What the hell was that? I, uh, I hit, uh, teletype. And it's explodes. Owie. My god, DA, are you alright? Alright, let, let's just end this. Let's just end this right now. Let's go. Alright, where's- where's the outro? Where's- That's not working either. Oh, for God's sakes! All right, fine. That's going to do it for the Ollie. That's going to do oh, it for the report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News ticker. Until then, have a good day
1: and an Ollieful week. DJ Poor, smoking hot Toddcast promo. Take one.
0: All right, Poor. Just say uh, this is DJ Poor, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot podcast
1: <laughs> All
0: right. Say it like you would say. It. Don't say it some way cool, like, DUDE, YOU'RE LISTENING TO THE SMOKING HOT TODDCAST. <sighs> hmm. That's not quite the way I said it. Alright, poor. Just say you're listening to the third home of Hot Toddy, THE SMOKING HOT podcast I'M HERE! Oh, for the love of God. Will you say it now? BING or... BONG! Damn it. THE SMOKING HOT... Guy poopy. I QUIT! Green penis. Green
5: penis. Green
0: penis. Oh my god, green what's wrong penis. with Orson Welles? Green it's all penis. part of the virus, green high
5: tidy penis. This podcast green virus penis. is about to destroy green everything. Penis. I just green mean penis. everything. Green my god, he, he's, he's a rambling penis. fool. Green so, penis. is there something wrong, green or is he alright? Good point,
1: but look, we, we, we've got to figure penis. out a way to help green him out. Penis. It's not very nice green to hear him screaming penis. out green penis
0: over penis. and over and over. Yeah, I
5: had penis. a good laugh about it at first, now it's just getting on my nerves. Well, unfortunately, I don't know how to exactly rewire a human being, but maybe we get his green mind off penis. the green penis green for a while. Penis. Well, how do you do that? Green Change the subject. Green you know, Mr. Penis. Wells, green I'm thinking penis. about getting some green fine penis. wine. You green know any good penis. ones? Ah, the French champagne. Ah, now you see, it just switches the, the things up. French oh, I get champagne. it. Okay,
0: interesting. Ah, uh, Mr. Wells, French I'm in the mood for champagne. some fish sticks. What about ah, you? Mrs.
7: Pell's fish sticks.
5: Mrs. Yeah, yeah, good Powell's one, good fish one. Fish one. All right, all Mrs. right. Hey, watch this. Hey, Mr. Sticks. Wells, Mrs. Citizen Powell's Kane sucked. <laughs> yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Oh. Whoa! Whoa! Oh, good one, D.A. Well, how was I supposed to know he was going to explode?
0: He just insulted his greatest movie, not to mention one of the greatest movies of all time. Well, I didn't know he was going to do that. Now we got to get a whole new Orson Welles. Like, we don't have enough to do around here. Anyway, here's our next best of segment. God, D.A., I'm sorry. Well, apparently, since there's nothing else to do, music fans have launched a petition to get this, stop Phil Collins from returning to the music scene. That's right, some music fans are petitioning the United Nations via change.org with a plea that is entitled Phil Collins must be stopped. The petitioner in question in his letter says Phil Collins has announced he is no longer in retirement and there is far too much suffering in the world as it is and this must be stopped. One man actually said his reasoning for signing the petition was because he struggled for years with addiction to Phil Collins' music and just take a look at him now. Dear United Nations, Through the 80s, 90s, and even into the new millennium, my life was completely corrupted and evilly manipulated by a certain musician that goes by the name of Phil Collins. I had a great job, wonderful and beautiful family, and lived the life that every red-blooded American male should until I was introduced to Phil Collins. After I heard songs such as Take Me Home, Easy Lover, and of course, The Haunting in the Air Tonight, I began neglecting everything that was within my life. I began passing up family functions with my wife and children. I would call home and tell my wife that I was working late, just so I could take in a few more minutes of True Colors. My wife and I even stopped making love, because at night, while locked in the bathroom, I would listen intently to Susudio. It even began to affect my work, as I would take longer and longer lunch breaks every single day to take in both sides of the story, separate lives and his beautiful covers of a groovy kind of love and you-can't-hurry love. And then came the fateful day when I was fired, when my boss caught me, huddled in a corner of the break room, sobbing to against all odds. My life continued to take a turn for the worst, when my wife finally caught me, completely naked one night, listening to Another Day in Paradise. She finally stood up to me and said, it's either me or Phil Collins. I chose the latter and my life continued to spiral out of control. Crazy Phil Collins-filled nights, something happened on the way to heaven, dance into the light and you'll be in my heart. One night I had a threesome with Phil Collins and Genesis, putting Land of Confusion on repeat and dancing through the night. It wasn't until Phil Collins retired that I was finally able to put my life back together and Phil Collins now must be stopped. He cannot come out of retirement and ruin my life again. I won't allow it. And if there's anything I can do to help resolve this situation, I shall do that. For the devil that is Phil Collins must be stopped.
1: You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smokin' Hot Podcast.
7: What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul
0: uh then we're back and uh we've been trying to figure out who pooped their pants in an interview and we can't figure it out to save our lives
6: hey it's one of those things mm-hmm. where it's in my mind
0: right you say it existed we don't say it did
6: and and that's the scary thing is it might not yeah it might not actually exist
0: Mm-mm. no uh she's imagining things she's trying to find she's trying to find, <laughs> she's trying to for the longest time find them over
7: oh, on, on a ferris wheel and Gosh. um and you incorporated all the lights and sounds into <laughs> the of song. the carnival into into his music video somehow. Are you talking about
0: snow? Yeah, snow. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. You weren't you weren't on the air for a while, you're just like, so you know we we came in on Ferris Wheel, so we but we knew what oh, you were yeah.
7: talking
6: about. That's no solid.
0: three years ago you were trying to figure out Snow's enforcer. Informer. Informer. It was okay. enforcer. Enforcer. Informer. Informer, sorry. That song. And what would you? Say, what were you describing it as? Um, and no, no. You, I want to know her impersonation of the song first. It was it the like, best. It, was it was a was reggae.
7: I thought it was,
6: was reggae sounding. I
7: thought
0: it was there was re-
2: Muppets.
0: <laughs> she thought there was puppets in it. Then she started looking for a Ralph Macchio and Stevie Ray Vaughan movie where Stevie oh. Ray Vaughan plays guitar for the devil. She's been doing that tonight. <laughs> we have no idea what the hell is going on there. Jesus <laughs> I don't know. She's just dreaming this stuff up. And, <laughs> she thinks, and she thinks it exists. We don't understand.
6: I don't either. I, don't. I mean, they have early onset Alzheimer's. I guess you so. Buy you buy we're, But we're, that's the scary thing. If I have it, no one will ever know because I've never literally remembered what's anything What's that right. song
0: that Tipper Gore played the snare drum on? I don't remember. Oh God, she didn't either. even play a whole trap set. It was just the snare drum. You remember that song, it's DJ Poor? Really right, you don't? Kid. Yeah, kind of. You do, don't Viggly. you? Uh-huh. Yeah. What 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 are they saying? He said it's called Crossroads. He knows it. But- he knows the movie. Yeah, we figured it out. It was Crossroads. <laughs> But Steve the, By. If you weren't you weren't here in this room when she was trying to describe it to us, a song where Stevie Ray Vaughan plays guitar for the devil and the, and karate, the karate Kids kid. in and it. Karate- <laughs> <laughs> that's all we had. That's all we had to go on. But
6: hey, in my defense, that caller got that. Off of that, he got that. Okay, I'll give it to
0: him. Whatever. But like, still, like that's
6: the person I need to play that whole like guess a <laughs> word with. Is that dude on the phone? Like, you need to you come thought, with trivia of me.
0: You thought Muppets were in Informer.
6: There was something. I don't recall wrong. Muppets. There weren't okay. Muppets. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I know
7: I know, but I don't recall Caller. Sheila mentioning there that there were Yeah. Uh, Caller, Muppets if you're still listening,
6: if you maybe remember the nineties, there was a guy in a hat <laughs> during an interview Good in a hat. <laughs> that pooped himself. <laughs> <laughs>
7: We're not sure exactly what he was I doing.
6: I think the hat was you like I'm looking red, this red and for green. You. She
7: <laughs> thought he... Was it uh,
0: Jamiroquai? Did Jamariquai
6: no. poop himself on there? Inici-
7: initially, she thought it was the singer of Jane's Addiction, Perry I Farrell. I think
6: it was him. And, and she thought he was
7: dead, too. I he was and dead. <laughs> Perry Farrell is alive. The fact and well. that
6: he lives in his own amazing feet, okay? What? So the fact that he's alive is an amazing feat.
7: <laughs> Perry Farrell,
0: yeah. Why? Why does Ted he Nugent come up? Why does Ted Nugent come up know. when you look up that?
6: Like it's going to be hard. Like that's some serious Google search. But hopefully, the <laughs> <Brous> Rose <laughs> <scholar> <laughs> remembers in the '90s a guy in a hat that pooped himself during an interview. I'm typing
0: it in. He Jamiroquai. was
6: a Why is it? Why like does come
7: up?
0: Because he's got a hat on, and and he has
7: a hat. That's that's the basis of. That's Jamiroquai. what I'm going on. The Jameriquai hypothesis.
2: Uh, poop some poops poops yeah, so- yeah, I can't even. I can't point.
0: poop. I can't poop. I can't spell his name. <laughs> <laughs> it it's J A
7: M J A M I R O Q U A I.
0: This keeps coming up with this female reporter that keeps pooping herself in an interview. <laughs> I don't.
7: What if it was Jamariquai all along, Al posing as a, Wait a minute. female reporter?
0: Al Roker, I poop my pants.
7: <laughs> Al Roker.
0: <laughs> There's a video that says Al I Roker I just lost
7: respect for you, Al Roker.
0: Uh, we'll have to we'll have to play this. I'm maybe I'll,
7: maybe Al Roker will follow us on Twitter now because we <laughs> mentioned his name on the show. Uh, no, Sheila's gone silent. Is she in a coma now? I can't she, see her. She's, uh,
0: she's just she's just searching. I'm starting
6: to think that I've gone crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you,
7: you want me to? You want me to interview for Ogle, rod Barrell? I mean, I you're, think you're you crazy. would be
6: great at it. <laughs>
2: uh,
6: I stand by that decision. Okay. Okay. But still,
0: I'm, I'm just <laughs> typing in rock star poops his pants. Ed Sheeran accidentally pooped his pants. <laughs> during but that's not in the 90s. Patriotic American Ted Nugent, uh, for lack of a better word, esses his pants to it avoid
7: draft. draft. He had avoided the draft. I know that story. Okay, and, he, and yet he's a huge gun nut who believe who's also the archetypical American patriot. Keep that in mind, people. But he uh, dodged the <laughs> Vietnam War by pooping his pants. In you're front you're of dreaming, the this crap.
0: There is no rock star that pooped his pants in an interview. You're not. This is not real life. Did, it's did not, you? You're probably right. Yeah. Did
7: you? Did you maybe see that story from Ted Nugent because he wears <laughs> a hat a lot?
6: No. And, and maybe you saw
7: it in the '90s. Yeah, and you. And you, and you just, just thought that. You just thought, it, like, yeah. wow, what if Ted Nugent was on TV right now just pooping I himself during an interview? I want to
6: say no, <laughs> but I can't <laughs> definitively
7: say it. <laughs> it, was, it was Ted Nugent all along.
6: I have no idea Ted Nugent, anymore. It was
7: Ted Nugent in the 60s with poop in his pants. <laughs> This is, this is turning into we like melt- a really nineties version of Clue.
0: We've had a meltdown on this show. It's over, man. I will tell you what. You know,
6: now y'all are gonna be wondering if I really like fell asleep or I'm out wandering the streets. Like, I don't know. You're, Do you are right. remember <laughs> that time? <coughs> <I'm>,
5: I mean, <laughs>
0: like, judging the
6: possibility. Judging
0: by your uh, yeah, by what the uh, the things that you've given us, the, the clues that we can work with.
7: Are you still trying to search it online? She Sheila?
0: is. I mean, there's nothing there for it. I think it exists.
7: What if it was Stevie Ray Vaughan the whole time, <laughs> <laughs> and it was in the '80s?
0: And they pooped on Ralph Macchio. Yeah, you never in know. Crossroads, it's a deleted scene. You have the, <laughs> I have the DVD. You have the DVD. It's on deleted scenes.
6: It was real.
7: Commentary. Are you sure?
6: I think so. Sorry. Was
7: it a rock star? It's on the
0: commentary. Yes, I
6: feel like it was a grunge rock Stevie star. He's wearing so a back. hat. You
7: feel though.
6: He looked greasy. I think, like, dude,
2: I can't.
7: <laughs> that doesn't mean he's a rock star. I'm just, I'm beside it. Now. You know, uh,
2: I can't remember
7: anymore. I mean, I mean, there are people that some of my coworkers are greasy in the kitchen. They are not <laughs> Kurt Cobain.
6: You don't know that. You're just Kurt Cobain, Oh,
7: are you one of those? What, what, are you one of those what, conspiracy theorists that thinks oh, Kurt, no, Kurt Cobain's still, that Kurt Cobain's still alive
4: somehow?
6: No, Courtney killed him. Mm. And now,
4: Random Thoughts by Hot Toddy.
0: You know, nostalgia isn't what it used to be.
4: And that was Random Thoughts by Hot Toddy.
5: Well, Hot Toddy, you'll be happy to know that everything is back to normal and working nominally now. Oh, thank God. That whole ordeal was a big mess. Yeah, tell me about it. We had to go through
0: so many wires. It was like doing an autopsy on C-3PO. It was crazy. Well, as long as everything's fixed and back to normal, don't you worry about a thing. We got it all right back and working. Well, fantastic. We'll play the last best of segment and be ready for next week's episode. Sounds good to me. All righty, then. Well, let's get right to it. Here's... If I hear one more person say I'm the realist after I said first things first, I'm going to kill them. It's just going to happen. You can take it you can take my word for it on this podcast, that person will die. And they're going to die a horrible death. I'm just putting it out there, saying it now, okay? No, nah, I I'm I'm kidding of course, but I mean that's another pet peeve is if you if you even get close to saying a song lyric all of a sudden, that person is belting out the tune that that particular sentence is from. And Iggy Azalea has completely ruined First Things First for everybody, okay? It was cute for a while last year to say, I'm the realist" after First Things First. Because for those of you who don't know, Iggy Azalea's big hit song, Fancy, begins with the lyrics, First Things First, I'm the realist." okay? So... For the longest time last summer, whenever you would say first things first, someone would chime in, I- I'm the realist, and like, oh, that was clever, that was funny. And you were quick. That was good. It is now July 2015, and people are still doing it, okay? Still doing it. And I don't understand why, okay? It's old now. Let it go. But then when you think about it, People still do that with songs from the 80s, 70s, 60s. We can keep going back here, you know. I was getting mad at somebody once, and I said, you know what, you're nothing but a... And he went, hound dog, shut up. You know, I'm trying to be serious, or at least try to get mad at them. And they pull that crap on me. And they weren't doing it to be funny. They knew they were getting on my nerves, and so that's why they did it. Okay, I'm all right. I'm okay. I'm okay. But you, you see my point. That is the most irritating thing in the world. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. Is when people start belting out a song just because you may have remotely said something to lead them up to it. You know? It's not worth it. Don't do it. Just keep yourself safe. And don't do it around me. Okay? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right. I'm, I'm getting a little, I'm a, little, I'm a little frustrated. I'm a little fussy. Maybe you need to put me down for a nap. But I'm just saying, you know, I mean, that's probably one, it's it's one of my biggest, it's one of my biggest pet peeves. My advice is just please let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Damn it! Hey, thanks for your help on this project. I wouldn't be able to finish it without you.
6: Oh, it's no problem. Happy to help.
0: Great. Well, uh, let's get started. Uh, first things first.
6: I'm the realest. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, that, that's good. That's funny. Uh, anyway, uh, first, uh, grab that paint. You mean this? Oh, no, 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 no. That That's cement. Don't touch that. It, it's not dry. Yeah, yeah. Can't touch this.
4: Can't touch this.
0: All right. Yeah, very good. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's very good. Tell you what, let's skip the paint and uh, grab my blueprints. Oh,
6: no, I ripped it. I'm so sorry. Man, what are we going to do now?
0: Whoa, 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 take it easy. It's no big deal. I have a backup set. Don't worry, just just relax.
6: Relax. Don't do it.
0: Uh-huh. Now let's see. Uh, oh, let's see what we got to do here. It says, It says we got to turn down... What is it? What is that? Turn down. Turn down for what? Okay. Thank you. Yes, yes. That's very helpful. Oh, I see. The turn down wallpaper which will reveal wood columns. Ah, okay, got it. Uh, help me tear this stuff off. Oh, oh, oh. Oh god. Oh
5: god. Oh, didn't expect that. Oh, oh god. Help. Please help. Help. You know I need somebody, help, not just anybody. Would you shut up please, go get help, oh my god, is that a, wait a minute, what is that,
4: is that a, is that a fire? But we didn't start the fire! It was always burning since the world's been turning. Stop! In the name of love.
0: Shut up! Shut up, just shut up, shut up. You know what, you know what, get get the hell out of here, just, just, just go, just beat it, beat it! Beat it! beat it. No one
6: wants to be defeated.
0: Oh, would you just let it go? Let it go. Let it go. Damn it. Again. Oh, boy. Oh, fire. 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 Uh, 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 duh, 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 duh.
1: You're listening to Hot Tidey on the Smokin' Hot Toddcast.
0: Okay, well that about wraps it up. That's been this week's episode. We, we think we've got all the technical difficulties worked out and everything should be good for, for next week's show, uh, but we did really enjoy looking back on some of the awesome moments that we've had thus far on the Smokin' Hot podcast 2015's been a big year for us. It's been a lot of fun and we expect 2016 to be even better. So with that in mind, that's going to do it for us this week. We'll catch you next week for our Christmas special, which will be aptly titled the christmasiest christmas special ever be sure and follow me on social media just look up hot toddy on facebook vine and periscope hot toddy 9102 on twitter and hottest underscore toddy on instagram you can also follow some of the other cast members on twitter miss pengrino at pengrino sheila at sheila hawk and doc summit at kev summit until next week this is hot toddy saying we'll see you next time (sighs) where's the closing theme where's the music Alright, alright, we'll just say goodbye.
5: Son of a bitch! Damn it!